What's up? What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Liz, and I'm representing Petit 229, and you are now listening to The Wave. Hey. So, before we jump into this segment tonight for episode two, I just want to shout out everyone who have listened thus far, not only to episode one, if you've been following me on IG and also just prior podcasts that I've been on, I just want to thank you and appreciate everyone. And if you haven't, make sure you guys go listen to episode one, which is called Satisfaction is Key. You can listen to this episode and the prior episode on Spotify, also on Anchor. So if you haven't downloaded either one of those apps, make sure you do so now. Anchor definitely is a good app for you to listen to not only my podcast, but if you decide you want to start your own podcast, you can do that through Anchor. So you get both of two worlds. You listen to me and you can create it. So what's up? So make sure you guys go do that. Also... Just to give you guys a little brief synopsis of my week, like it's long. Like I stated before, prior before I am back in school, going to graduate school right now, working on my ma- uh, master's in marketing. So that's been uh, somewhat challenging writing these papers. Also, I do perform, I act, I write and direct. So yesterday, I actually had a performance that I was in. This performance was at the Porter Sanford Performance Center, and it was amazing, you guys. I'm not trying to, like, you know, boost myself up, you know, just a little bit. But still, like, it was really fun and exciting just to be back on stage again and just performing. So I definitely enjoyed doing that. I want to shout out the director, Andrea uh, Clinton. She is amazing, really great person inside and out. And she's from Jersey, so shout out to any Jersey listeners. Uh, That's my girl, that's my girl, that's my girl. So if you haven't already, make sure you go check out the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. Now, this today was the last day, so you will have to wait until next year to attend or to go, even if you're not a performer, but you just enjoy the arts and enjoy watching theater that is definitely a place where you want to go and get some exposure. And if you are performing, if you do act and direct and do film, that's also a good place to be because you'll be able to be exposed to different workshops. You get to speak to different uh, people who are in the arts. And it's a really major networking event, too, also. So if you have never been to a Black Theater Festival or just somewhat similar to that, that's a major way for you to get your foot into the door and to focus on your craft. So I went, my first time going was about two years ago in 2017, and it was fun. Like, it was definitely an eye-opener, even though I have gone on previous uh, film festivals and also just theater festivals in my undergraduate, when I studied undergrad. But it was just, you know, it's different as an adult, you know, going versus when you were in college. So I enjoyed the experience. And the name of the play that I was in was called The Community That Prays Together. And it was building 433. So uh, the play lasted about an hour, hour and a half. But it was, you know, becoming that character and developing um, some of the characteristics. You, you know, it, you embody it. You know, if you, if you perform, you know what I'm talking about. You're thespians, you know. It was performing, you know, arts, arts, arts. So make sure you guys go check it out. It's called the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. And it's once a year around October, the first week of October. So now that we got that out the way, oh, one more thing. While I was there, you guys, okay, so they also showcase different African art. 
and designers and um, portraits and pictures. So I ran into this African designer and he also made jewelry for some of the fan, for the film Black Panther. So big ups to him. He created a ring. Well, not him per se. Let me backtrack. Let me say his grandson actually made this ring that I purchased from them. Y'all, when I tell you this little boy made this ring, he was out there with that hammer like, bam, bam, bam. Like, he was putting in work. He five, five years old, y'all. So, listen, parents, grandparents, even if you don't have any kids, invest in these children. Invest because you never know what they can become, what they can be. And just by him being out there active and working on something that he really enjoyed doing, you know, who who knows what he can be capable of doing. So, invest in your children invest in the youth that's where that's where it is in our community like that's our next generation that's what we need to focus on right now now since we are on the topic of parenting and children and nurturing and all of that good stuff we are going to discuss a topic tonight now this is very personal to me so if I seem a little like unease about certain things I may discuss, it's because I'm just now venting out about it. And, you know, it's my first time talking about it. So if you don't know, I told you all that I do have a son and he is five years old. And we both recently just moved to Atlanta, even though I'm somewhat familiar with Atlanta area. He isn't. So this was definitely a culture shock for him. And coming from a small town, excuse me, from where we from. You know, he's starting to see a lot more than he didn't see when we were back home. So it's like me trying to pay catch up with him and keeping him up to date on what's going on and him being aware of his surroundings and, you know, always, you know, just pretty much being aware and knowing what's going on at all times. You know, even though him being five, anything can happen because right now, y'all know how human trafficking is major right now and they're taking these kids. But what I want to discuss tonight is bullying and how it has been such a major impact on our community and the black community, especially because we take it as such. I don't want to say a joke, but we don't take it as seriously as it should. And being bullied, it's been going on like for a while, like forever. And I know with my son being here, he had to adjust to a lot and with him being the only child that I have currently, you know, it takes a lot of attention that, you know, that you want and long for as a child, being the only child. I know, you know, not only for myself, but also from, you know, his peers, from his teachers. Uh, that is something that he wants. You know, he wants to be the only child from what I've known. I'm not the only child, but from what I've heard, you know, you want that acceptance from others, you know, you want them to know that, hey, I'm here, I can do this, I can do that, you know, so you sometimes you try to prove yourself to them or to your friends or peers what you are capable of doing. And sometimes that can go overboard or you may do too much. Now, like I stated before, bullying is a topic that should be discussed and I just want to open up about it. So this week, my son and I, we... I picked him up from school one day this week. I forget what day it was, but I picked him up from the after school program. And, you know, I asked him, like, hey, how was your day? What happened? And he said, mommy, a boy at school called me gay. 
I was like, huh? What? What? Gay, huh? What? How did this even happen? You're only five. Like, what? That's, I'm like, what, what's going on, y'all? What is going on? What? I'm in shock. Like, I don't even know what to say. So I'm like, okay. I was like, okay, so why did he call you gay? He told me that a little boy called him gay because he hugged another little boy. Right. Y'all heard me. He hugged, you know, not do anything else. He just hugged him. So I was like, okay. I said, so you hugged him. Why? I said, why did you hug him? Was he your friend? He was like, yes, that's my friend. And we was playing. And then, you know, we hugged. I hugged him because I was leaving. I was getting on the bus. I was like, okay, I understand that. So parents, 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 parents. I just want to talk about gay and bullying. Now, I can't tell you what to do with your child and how to do it and how to raise them because at the end of the day, that's your child. But what I can do, I can give you pointers, advice. I mean, if you want to give me advice as well, that's fine too. But just what, with the world that we're living in now, it's evolving, it's changing, it's a transition, it's happening, and we cannot stop it. We cannot control it because it's going to happen regardless. What we need to do, being able to adapt to it. They tell us all the time, I don't know about your job, but, you know, adapting is major. You know, you have to learn to adapt to certain situations, even if you do not like them. You don't like the change. But being able to adapt to it will be able, you'll be able to move forward and be able to get the job done, knowing that, okay, I can transition from one way to another. Not all the time adapting can be easy. It isn't something that is fluent, especially with us. You know, we don't like change. I personally don't like change. I like to do things the way I've been doing it, how it goes, stay in this order. You know, and a lot of old people don't definitely, they hate change. My grandmother, she doesn't, she despises it. But we have to be willing to grow and be more aware and open our mind and not just be, um, monotone and just stay at that certain level, that certain plateau, we have to know that things are going to happen and we need to be up to date. We need to be prepared for when those events come our way. So back to the comment, I was startled and I didn't really know about how to go about this way. So I ended up having to have a discussion with my son about gay and being gay and distinguishing between the two because it's two different types you know it's gay that is happy and also gay when you are in a relationship with the same sex that you are in love with or are with so me having this discussion with him was very uncomfortable y'all like I didn't know what to say I'm like okay I'm just gonna try to break it down to him as best as possible so that way his ears can understand what I'm saying so I advised him what it was you know when someone of the same sex or someone you know two boys like each other or two girls like each other that's what gay mean and he said mommy i just hugged my friend because i care about him now my son like i said he's not from this area area so where we're from you know the daycare that he attended went between the ages of nine months up until he was three and a half four years old they really instilled in him you know helping each other out, caring for one another, you know, hugging your friends, you know, showing them you appreciate them and, you know, let them know that you love and care about them. That's what was instilled in him. And that's what he was taught while he was there. And also, you know, I was an influence as well in his life about, you know, being affectionate, which he is already a cancer. So, you know, cancers are already very emotional people. 
So, you know, I'm not hating. So, any cancel, don't be, I don't need all that backlash, okay? I'm just speaking facts. You know you are, so just accept it, okay? So, you know, I'm raising a boy who's a cancer. So, you know, um, I had to break down to him, you know, what it means and how to go about, you know, this situation when it happens. Now, what I am upset about and what I was livid about is not the comment so much, but the fact the way it was delivered and what the little boy perceived it as. He perceived gay as being when you hug someone that's the same sex. To my understanding, now I'm not saying I wasn't there, so I can't really say this is just going by my judgment. He perceives it as, you know, hugging someone of the same sex or, you know, touching them, you know, you know, because they're the same sex and that makes you gay. I don't know who told him that. I don't know um, who, what he saw it from or what, how that even occur. That's, you know, I, I'm not accurate and sure how that was about, about to him. But what I do know is that is the wrong concept for us to teach our children what gay is. Now, if you are raising a child or children of the same who you have your partner of the same sex, that's your prerogative. That's what you want. That's fine. That's your life. I understand that. But what we need to do as parents who are not the same, who don't have a mate of the same sex and who do, even if we do, we need to educate our children. Definitely. We need to instill in them and let them know that just because you touch someone or hug them does not make you gay. That's a major difference between the two. You know, it's okay to hug your peers. It's not a problem. But we don't need to have our children thinking that I touch you so you gay. I hug you so you gay. No, that's not what it is at all. So people, us, color folks, we need to let our children know. We need to keep them informed of what's going on. Now, if later down the line, if they decide that's what they want to do and that's the route that they want to take, then okay, uh, that's up to you if they do that. That's their life at that point. But now what I'm focusing on as far as me being a single mom, a single parent, um, and raising a child, a boy, that on my own, you know, it, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because I'm constantly trying to instill to him, you know, to think for yourself, you know, to do for yourself, you know, to make sure that, you know, when I'm not around, that you are defending yourself at all times, no matter what. And we need to stop this. We need to stop. And also, this is a bullying awareness month, too. So we need to stop and think back about what it is that we are influencing our children. What are what are we doing around them? What are we using foul language around them? Are we allowing them to watch certain things on television, on YouTube? Are they being exposed to too too much at too, such an early age? Now listen, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a children expert. I only been being a parent for five years now, so I am still brand new spanking in this game. But I do know that a child needs to stay in a child's place period no doubt about that if you are exposing your children too too much then they're going to see that they're going to repeat that they're going to take that to school they're going to take that to at the school program they're going to take that to the field they're going to take that out in the atmosphere so we have to be conscious about what we say about what we do at all times because children they are sponges 
even if they are 10, 11, 12 years old, they are still soaking it all up and they are still consuming everything we say and do because that's what they think adults do and that's what they think the world is about. So we have to be conscious about what we say and what we do. Now, to whoever little boy that is, whoever your parents are, you need to make sure that you let your children know that that does not mean that you're gay because you hug someone, okay? Now, I did, like I said, I talked to my son about it and I also, you know, told him like, okay, well, let's try a different approach. Let's, you know, high five our friends, you know, let's just try something different because he is getting older. And I do know, you know, as boys, from what I've known, you know, they stop being touchy feeling as, you know, as to a certain age, you don't touch your, another boy, you don't hug another boy once you get to a certain age. Like, okay, now that I'm of age, you know, now I just high five my friend, give him dab or, you know, tell him what's up, you know. This is part of what men do. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the right way. I'm not a man, but I just know that's what I've seen. And that's how that has been showcased, you know, from my visual. But at the same time, we need to allow our children to be themselves, you know, allow them to express themselves. Now, don't I'm not saying just let them go crazy and do whatever. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, we still need to have discipline. There still need to be limitations on what needs and what should be done. But at the same time, we need to be able as parents to allow our children to be themselves. And we need to ask questions. We need to ask questions about how, how their day was. You know, how was your trip from the school from home to home? How was your trip from the van or the school bus to the after school program? What interactions did you have with other children? How do you react to them? How do you play with them? Do they play with you too when you share something? Like these are questions that should be a should be talked about, should be asked. And we can't just send our kids on some mission and just like, oh well here, I'm home, cook, do this. Like we need to have these sit downs and these talks and these discussions because the world is gonna keep evolving. The world isn't gonna stop moving. It's gonna keep going and changing. And we need to be prepared and up to par on what's going on in our children's life because they are our future and we need to let them know what's going on and how to go about it as a child and what needs to be done now with that being said just from when i was growing up being gay you know of course it wasn't the thing like it wasn't something that was talked about openly and if you were gay you was pretty much chastised and looked down on especially if you was a black male major now if you was a black female who was gay or lesbian then it was pretty much like okay like oh she cool you know what i'm saying she wanted to do she hang with she cool hell man you know what i'm saying that my girl shantay i fuck with a long way you know but for a guy it was not that easy and being bullied in school and I can only imagine how it could have been, you know, as a black male, you know, and, you know, being gay. And it's like, okay, I don't want to expose myself because I know I'm be frowned upon. I know my friends or my family, they're going to look down on me. They're going to put me on the outskirts. They're going to put me out because they think or my sexual preference isn't the way to go. It's, it's frowned upon. That's not what we need to do. Now... If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. You know, if you don't feel that way, fine. But what all I'm trying to get to say is that what we need to do, we need to shelter our children. We also need to discuss and talk to them what's what. So that way they can be prepared for when they come across certain situations as to come. And we should not allow being bullied for that to be 
the escape route because it isn't because if that child isn't that way or they don't feel a certain way but if they continue to hear this over and over day in and day out then they may feel like they are because that's all they're hearing that's all they're seeing you know and they're never really actually getting able to let out that anger or that pain how they feel because they just feel like that's how it is and that's how it's supposed to be and that's not that's not what it is you guys like we really need to be aware and let our children know what's going on i can't stress that you know enough so you know and it, it was it's biased you know saying that it's okay for a woman to be gay and then for a man not to be gay you know like you know we need to hold that statue up completely if we're going to do it we need to do it on both parties not just on one end so i mean that's how i feel about it i feel like it's definitely something that we need to work on as parents and how we need to have a better connection with our child and show them that we are there for them when these events occur. So, like I said before, I am a mother, single mother, and I am raising a son. So, I I am struggling with, you know, who is going to be influenced in his life, you know. So, I try to keep people who are around me and, you know, in his life that are positive people, you know, who want to see us both grow and to be better. And as far as a male, you know, currently I don't have anyone that I can bring into my son's life that I want because, I mean, we have to be careful who we allow in our child's life at all times, you know, male or female, you know, because we never know what they can do because, you know, human trafficking is major, not only in Atlanta, but just in the world, period. We have to be aware who is around our child at all times. So, uh, you know, you have to be cautious when it comes to that, when it comes to relationship, but also, you know, with us moving to Atlanta, you know, us not really having a lot of family here. It can be, you know, a little tight, but I do have some, like, I have some family members, I won't say siblings, but I have some family members who are here. So during my time, you know, I do try to allow him to be around those boy cousins, um, you know, that are around his age or even older, you know, men who are his are his cousins as well so that way he can have an influence and an impact on knowing like okay this is how a man should be and this is how a man should react like man if y'all not involved in your child's life and you're not doing what you're supposed to do do it okay you need to get with the program and go ahead and be involved in your child's life especially these boys like y'all don't understand how important it is for a male a young male to see another male become a man and show him how to be a man you know because ladies we don't know exactly what it is and we don't have the tools and, and the necessary like the steps on how to raise a child especially a boy you know so you know we need they need that influence from another male strong male who know what to do so if you're not you need to, to get in your child's life period like no doubt about it and ladies if you're struggling with the same thing I am, you know, trying to have your son around someone, you know, who will make an impact on their lives. You know, what if I've started to do is also, you know, have my son involved in, in sports. So that way, even though he may not be influenced by men that is his family members or his dad, per se, you know, it's some type of male influence that he sees that he can portray as what a man should be. And given that discipline and given that order and structure in his life. So women, uh, you don't put your son in some type of sport, you know, something that he's active in, you know, not only health wise, but also so that way he can be more disciplined, you know, because boys, they need it because they be jumping on the wall. They be coming here, climbing there. Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I ain't 
can you sit down? <laughs> but I'm just I'm just trying to bring some humor into it. But seriously, like we need to, you know, have our child involved, you know, something active so that way they can have that momentum. They can have that, um, you know, that role model. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Like they need it and we need it. So if you not do that, you know, and if y'all have any questions or comments about, you know, some um, parenting styles that you may suggest to do, you know, not only in my situation, but if you know someone else, you know, who may be going through the same thing, you know, share this, share this episode with them because, you know, this was episode, like I said, it was touchy feely, you know, I wanted to vent about it. I wanted to talk about it because I feel like it was needed, you know, and with me having to have that discussion with my son at five years old, which was a shocker to me because, you know, I'm like, he hasn't even been exposed to this, but I knew that it was going to have to come sooner or later. So, you know, someone who, you know, like I said, is going through the similar situation, you know, let them know, like, you know, we are here for each other. You know, we need to, you know, being able to talk about those uncomfortable situations and those uncomfortable topics out loud, you know, as an adult, you know, because it has to be talked about eventually, you know, just like that sex talk that your parents never talked to you about, you know, we didn't find out about sex until we actually did it unless it was in health class. And all we saw was a picture and a drawing of a male and a female on the wall. And all we know was like, oh, that's a penis and that's a vagina. That's it. You know, like we didn't know what comes with sex. You know, we didn't know the consequences, good or bad, you know, that can come with that. So we were just pretty much thrown into it. And when it happened, okay, this is what it is. We know it feels good and I want to keep doing it. But, you know, what happens afterwards? You know, we don't keep our children or just ourselves knowledgeable, then we're going to be lost. And that's not what we want. We don't want to be continue to be lost because we have been lost for so many years. So we need to jump on the bandwagon and do what we need to do to protect our young, okay? So, y'all, shout, you know, let your girl know. Let me know I'm open for suggestions, for comments. I may not agree with everything you say or I may not like everything you talk about or say either, but I'm willing to listen and to find out what it is that we can do, period. You know, I'm not an expert. I'm doing this day in, day out. So, you know, Support, support again. If you haven't already, make sure you go tune in, listen to um, episode one, and also make sure you subscribe right now to the wave. This is a place. It's a movement. You know, let's let's become that wave that should have happened years ago, and but we're doing our own wave and making our own path for not only ourselves but for our children. So that way, they'll have some some you know some little nuggets along the way. So you know, again, thank you for listening to episode two. It has been a pleasure, you guys. Again, uh, make sure you guys follow me. I am on IG, which is K-I-T-Y-A-L-L. That's Kitty, y'all. Um, you can inbox me, DM me about it. Also, if you want to leave any messages through Anchor, you can do that. So you have to download the app if you want to um, have any topics that you discuss and want to talk about it. I haven't. Well, it's only the second episode. So, you know, we we, we grown. We, we making this thing work. But at the same time, you know, if you have any suggestions or any questions that you want to discuss or talk about, let me know. Shoot me an inbox. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, you know, sharing. And letting it be known, okay? So I want you guys to have a good night. And tune in to next week for episode three. Welcome to the way. Yay, yay.